Hi, I'm India. And I'm Justin. And welcome to Learning in Lockdown, a podcast all about learning while in isolation. We're going to be bringing you a daily podcast, Monday to Friday, where we teach each other about a random topic that the other one has no idea about. We hope that you enjoy. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. Now on with tonight's episode. Hello to all of our listeners. I hope that you are all keeping safe um, and that you're all looking after yourselves and doing the right thing. So lucky for you guys, tonight it's my turn to teach you something. Not sure that Justin's happy about that. Or, un- or unlucky for some. <laughs> anyway, so... My topic I've decided to talk about, and please forgive me if we have any Danish listeners or anyone who knows how to pronounce this word properly, um, I've chosen to talk about Hyuga, <laughs> pronounced, uh, sorry, spelt H-Y-double-G-E, Hyuga. Heige. <laughs> or Heige if you're an Australian. Hiji if you're an Australian who looks at that word and has no idea what it is. Now, Justin, before I get on with explaining what Huga is, mm-hmm. um, do you know anything about it? <laughs> Never heard it, but I'm going to take a guess and say it's something to do just because I know you and it's something to do with like well-being and mental oh. health maybe or something to do in, in with like your brain wow. and like your health and stuff. That that's just okay. like I don't know, but I'm just I'm just trying to dot my eyes and cross my T's you here. You may have hit the nail on the head there with one of the words. Um well, I said a few words. Well I'm gonna get into it and I'm gonna explain it to you. So let's not worry too much about the pronunciation of Hugo because it's not really about how you say it, but it's more about how you feel it and how you create it. So it's actually a Danish word uh, and it's used to explain a type of experience or an atmosphere. It's not a thing per se, but it's about being cozy and being with special people, but everyone has a different opinion of what it means to them and what it how they experience it. So it actually originated from a Norwegian word, which means well-being. So you did so well to figure that out. I'm a smart man. It's not true (laughs) what they say about me. So um, it was first written uh, in Danish writing in the early 1800s. So this has been around for such a long time. And it's only recently sort of creeped its way into, I guess, I mean, the Australian culture and people understanding it in Australia of what it is. I've never heard. I mean, exactly. A lot of people still haven't heard about it, but that's why I want to talk about it. And I actually think it's a really important topic topic to speak about, especially right now, but I will get to that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So... It's, it's said that the Danes created Hugo as a way to help them survive boredom. So they obviously experience really cold, dark um, and sameness winters. So, you know, it gets dark early. They don't have much light. It's freezing cold. You know, unlike us here in Australia where winter is sort of 10 degrees and it's not even that unbearable, even though we think it is. 
our winter is like a UK summer, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, and something like that. That's what you hear all the time. So um, it's, you know, it's this undefinable feeling um, and it created a way for, you know, people's harsh reality um and mundane reality to be broken up, you know, these cold, dark days with really, really simple acts such as lighting a fire or dimming the lights down, putting some candles on, you know, sipping on a really warm tea on the couch with a cozy blanket. It's just these really simple, simple things that you can do every day to break up your you know, daily routine, your possibly mundane life. Well, I mean, when it's cold, you do that anyway. You know what I mean? You're not not like, oh, I'm going to trigger my Hugo. Well, I can't even remember how to say it. (laughs) Oh, I mean, I'm not pronouncing it right, but Hugo. But you do those things naturally. So it's it's not a... Exactly. But what it is, it's about... It's about bringing yourself into the moment and being there and realizing that these things are actually really special and that you can do them every day. So the reason I wanted to bring it up right now is because, you know, I think that it's a really useful tool that people can use at the moment to help kind of break up the possibility of maybe you're working at home, you're not leaving much, you know, we're in Australia at the moment, we're in stage three lockdown. Um, So it means that we can only go out of the house for essential things, you know, going to the supermarket, exercising, that sort of stuff. So we're not seeing our friends. A lot of people aren't even going into their offices. They're spending all day at home. So I wanted to bring it up because I think while people are in isolation, they can use it to create a safe and enjoyable, cozy space, you know, in their home, away from the outside world, away from the work laptop, away from everything else, and just be in that moment and create that sense of, um, you know, feeling really comfortable and cozy and relaxed. So you're suggesting for people to be more conscious now. So like say tonight, if you're going to listen to it, um, tomorrow night to they've got their blanket there watching their Netflix show yeah. and the weather's pretty crappy outside and they got yeah. their tea they're like oh and this is my time this is my time to switch off to release my I, I can't even say the word I mean Hugo but so you're so you're suggesting that people need to if you're already doing it then great but be more conscious yeah. of it and if you're not doing be it start doing something and it. give you that time to sort of you know Turn the off switch on. Yeah, definitely. That made no sense. Turn turn your switch off. Yes. Yes, that's the one. And just be more 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 mindful and more, yeah. more in the moment. You know, by creating those rituals, or you possibly already have those rituals with, without effort. So such as not having your phone when you're brewing a cup of tea, you know, being over the kettle, brewing the tea, sitting on the couch. Um, you know, it can be so many different things. It could be... Um, you know, doing a puzzle on a rainy Sunday afternoon with your partner. One that I'm just going to jump in there. One that I've found since I've been working from home is um, because you do go a little bit crazy is when I go outside and go for a run, I don't bring my phone or listen to music on the run. I just obviously got my watch. So I know how, what the time is, how far I've been running, but I think I just leave everything at home Mm. So then while I'm on my run, I'm listening to what's going on outside. I'm, you know, just seeing what's ahead of me rather than um, having my phone bounce around, you know, on my arm or in my pocket and yeah, my, my earphones 
dangling everywhere. It's just put that distraction aside, go for a run, enjoy the outdoors for the half an hour while you're out, come back in yeah, and get stuck and into totally. it. Is that, is that the sort of thing you're well, saying? This is what I'm saying. It's different for everyone and I'm not going to tell you what it is for you. You know, you might get that sense of, you know, being super comfortable and happy and, and warm and content by mm. doing that. True. Others might not, you know. Well, yeah, that, that's just my personal yeah, like, I thought it was great. Like I was like, whoa, it feels definitely, so much better. Definitely. And for me, um, what it is to me would be a winter's night and I've made myself and my family, my friends, my partner, really cozy dinner, maybe like a risotto or really warming pasta. And we're all sitting around and we've got some tea lights and the, the, you know, the lights are dim and we're all sitting around eating and drinking red wine with cozy jumpers on and thick socks and just being really happy and, and in the moment. So that's what it is for me. You know, it's different for everyone. Maybe it's going to your favorite bakery, um, you know, on a Saturday, picking up a freshly baked well, loaf of sourdough. I think now, <laughs> now that you bring that up, for me tonight, it's going to be have a nice freshly cooked dinner on the table and I don't have to lift a finger. Oh, yeah, I'm cooking dinner tonight. <laughs> that's, that's what I think. But see, I enjoy that and no, that, that's my humor. I'm going to have a giggle. <laughs> so um, I think, you know... It's important that you, well, to try to incorporate this into your life so that it becomes a natural extension rather than a forced thing that you have to do. So, you know, it's not about forcing yourself every night to sit on the couch, get your tea, get your book and sit there. It's not about that. It's just about incorporating into your life and and having those moments that you realize that, you know, you are experiencing this feeling, Mm. whatever it may be for you. So it's really anything that brings you a feeling of comfort, security or happiness. Now, Meek Wicking, sorry if I've pronounced your name wrong. <laughs> so, Let's hope uh, Mr. <laughs> what's his name? Sorry, Mr. Wicking is, is listening. That would be good. I doubt he is. Um, hey, you never, you never know. Anyway, I'm a big fan of yours if you are. So he is the CEO of the Happiness Research Institute in Copenhagen. So what a cool job. His job is pretty much to investigate why people are happy, what makes them happy, And he actually wrote a whole book. It's called The Little Book of Hygge, um, The Danish Way to Live Well. And I found this book, actually my mom found this book for me probably a year ago and I picked it up and I instantly fell in love and connected with this and thought that this is really something that I need to start I was already doing it, but start incorporating into my life more and, you know, being really mindful of it. So he developed a Hugo manifesto and I'm going to read it out of the book for you. And it's 10, um, 10 little things that you can do that are just simple to bring this feeling into your life. So before, before you get yeah. going, you've, you listen on a phone, get out your notes and maybe maybe jot these down. Otherwise, you might get your money out the other. So. Or pick up the book. It's fabulous. Yeah, or grab the book if you <laughs> Not can. Sponsored. But, <laughs> no, so I wish it was. Um, but yeah, Not sponsored. But otherwise, just yeah, make note of a couple, whether it's in your mind or on your phone, that you can incorporate into your day-to-day life. <laughs> so the first one is atmosphere. So turning down those harsh lights, 
you know, lighting some candles, maybe sitting by a fireplace, you know, using those natural sources of light and not, you know, those bright LED lights that we have, um, you know, in our homes and apartments. Uh, It's about being present. So being in the here and now. So turning off your phone, turning off all your electronics and just being in the here and now. I'm really enjoying that whether it may be doing a puzzle or reading your book or enjoying your dinner, you know, whatever it is, you're actually present and you're noticing that you're doing it. So number three is pleasure. So, you know, that's things like enjoying your cup of tea or your coffee, baking a cake and sharing it with your partner, baking cookies, which I love to do, and then sitting on the couch and, and eating, I love to eat. eating cookies and just being all cozy. Honestly, it's really, you know, anything that brings you pleasure. Um, number four is equality. So um, we over me, you know, sharing tasks and sharing the airtime so when you're with a group of friends you're with your family you know you're allowing them to be a part of the conversation and being a part of the moment as well and not just you it's really important to bring others into that moment and I think that that makes it you know that even more cozy and comfortable and happy Um, So number five is gratitude. Um, Take it in as, you know, this might be as good as it gets. And I think this one is really important now. I know that a lot of people's routines have changed and, you know, it might be as good as it gets sitting on the couch and watching Netflix, but being really content and happy about that and thinking, yeah, you know what, this is this is actually pretty good. I'm, I'm pretty happy now. I'm pretty cozy. Um, number six is harmony. So it's not a competition. Um, we already like you. There's no need to brag about yourself and about your achievements and about all those kind of things when you're having conversations with your partner or your family, your friends, whoever. What? I know Justin's I like, Justin's like, oh no, I can't I do like that. Talking. I'll just, I'll just zip my mouth. <laughs> so, you know, if you don't need to do those things. Everyone, you know, the people around you, they already love you and you don't need to prove yourself. Um, number seven is comfort. And to me, this is the most important one for me, you know, get comfy, take a break, all about relaxation, put on your favorite cozy socks, that big hoodie that you love, get cozy. (laughs) Um, number eight is truce. So, you know, bring no drama into your life. You don't need to be discussing politics. You can leave that for another time, another day, not when you're trying to get into this atmosphere and have this experience. Number nine is togetherness. Build relationships and narratives. You know, ask people and your friends, do you remember the time that we did this? Oh, how good was that? And reminisce on those really, really happy and important times. And I think that's a tool that you can also use while you're in isolation is, you know, yeah, it might not be the best right now, but just remembering that, you know, thinking about those things in the past, those happy Mm. memories, um, and just remembering to focus on what is in your control. And the last one is shelter. So, This is your tribe. This is your place of peace and security. So building that really safe 
space for you at home, you know, having a, a place where you can just go and be comfortable and switch off. So I think it's a really good manifesto and it's a really good place to start. And it's really simple things that we take for granted every single day. Yeah, well, I'll just add to that. This podcast is definitely working because that's something I didn't know about. So Indy has taught me very well about Huga. 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 I know, I'm not going to lie. I did have to watch a video on how to pronounce it before <laughs> we started this. Yeah, I'm sure you still done it wrong. But yeah, no, so it's, I mean, Indy's definitely taught me a thing about that. I've seen that book, seen her read that book, but I've never myself asked what's in it, what's it about, or what is that? I kind of just brushed over it. But it's good to now be you know, a little bit more conscious of mm, those things. So when yeah. I'm when I'm eating my pad thai tonight after you've cooked it, I'm, like, <laughs> oh, I'm in my huga space. Exactly, exactly. And you know, like I said, it's really simple things that you can bring into your life just to just to bring that little you know sense of coziness to your life. Love it. That's good. <laughs> Done well. Good topic. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I hope that you guys enjoyed this one. And, you know, I hope that you can take a little bit of something away. Maybe it's, you know, it's not about, okay, now I need to go and I need to try all of these things and bring all of this into my life. You know, just slowly notice it, slowly incorporate these things into your life so that you can break up your, you know, your day-to-day routine and have these little moments. So, you know, just try something small tonight. Turn the lights down a little bit, light a candle. You know, that might just be the the small thing that you do and just just focus on that as well. So don't rush into it. Take your time and, you know, let it become just a natural part of your life. <laughs> you heard it from the master. Yeah, that's really good. Well, like I said, I hope that you guys enjoyed this podcast and um, I hope that you could take something a little bit away from well, it. I hope they like your voice because I said about 27 I know, words I'm really in sorry. 18 I, minutes. I know, I really, really but took over on this But I think if they listen to the podcast before, which they should do and learn about compounding interest, <laughs> it was me talking 95% Remember, of the time. Remember, it's not a so. competition. No, no, it's not. But <laughs> it's just I hope they like your voice, that's all. But no, no, that's really good, In thanks for, thanks for sharing your wisdom. As yeah. I said, I've learned a little bit. I'm sure the listeners have. No worries. So until next time. Yeah, till next time. It's my turn next, so <laughs> I hope they are. I hope they're ready. <laughs> well, that was it on Huga. <laughs> so, folks, thanks for listening to episode four of Learnings in Lockdown. Ind has absolutely smashed that out of the park and taught us a thing or two about Huga. Huga, yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get that. Right. I'm gonna say it ten times, and I'm never gonna forget it. Huga, Huga, Huga. Okay, you get the picture. Thanks for listening. Please hit the subscribe button for more Learnings in Lockdown. We're coming to you Monday to Friday. New episodes, be plenty of knowledge to be dropped until next episode where it's my turn. See you then, guys.